Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, what's good, everybody? It is time for Sunday Brunch on your daily sports betting brand of record. We like to call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not close. Coming off a fantastic day at the brand. How about this? A little 6-2 and two day on Saturday as FAU got it done over K-State. Florida Atlantic got it done. Berg Betts, solid UConn. Boy, they look like the class of the field. All four number one seeds are out. But how are you doing at home? So many of you. It's our biggest to date early edge bracket challenge. And, oh, Thomas, Scott, Nick, Karen, everybody is alive right there. What happens today will lead to who raises the trophy for the first time. Now, we have our internal competition. Because you know, here at the Early Edge brand, everybody thinks they're the best. But who truly is? Well, right now, RJ White is. Because he's got eight points. Zach Attack, Berg Betts, they have seven. And look, we have a little tie at five. So today, my bring tiebreakers into play. Who's your favorite capper? Do you want to tail them? Here are their picks. All eight of those picks. Just a little added value for you this morning if you're wondering where their heads are at. So with all that being said, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. And um, gentlemen, (laughs) let me just start by saying good morning. It's great to see you on a Sunday. And we'll go in this order. Live from Arts Unknown. The man's got a new microphone. He's got a new backdrop. But he is the same props, savage. He's always been prop stars. Good morning, sir. Good morning, coach. See ya, EC. Great to see you guys. I'm fired up. We had a good day yesterday. Won our pick from the stream. Also put another pick up on the site. Both plays cashed in the second quarter. Hopefully, we can keep that momentum rolling today. That's right. You talk to me. You look me dead in the eyes, prop stars. You look me dead in the eyes. Now, Fizz in the chat says, look forward to this morning show. Keep spitting knowledge. Haven't missed one single show in the last six months. Damn, son. Every day for six months? That's dedication, just like this next man. He is the counselor of cash. Mr. C. and Ajat, good morning, sir. I am excited. You know, college basketball may be coming to a close, but I got to be honest, Coach, I'm on a show with, of course, EC, but you and Prop Stars, and it makes me think, 
maybe we're in NFL season. A lot of news, Rashad Penny, Miles Sanders. Th th there's so many moving parts going on right now. And then with Lamar Jackson as well, uh, This it's not football season, right? Good news, we have a lot going on in golf today. So I'm really excited to talk about that later on in the show. But hopefully we're going to sweat an outright ticket because, Coach, I know you got one, and I know I got a couple. Well, it's so funny that you should mention golf today because I was at the club yesterday. And the club is going to be something that I start to talk about here on the show. It's just simply known as the club. And I was kind of telling a story, and they were asking about the players. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my phone vibrates. I take it out of my pocket. I open it and look, and it says, oh, Eric Cohen has paid you $100. And it wasn't for one event. It wasn't for one game where he got lucky. It was for an entire golf event. I had to flex my muscles. I had to show him who's boss. So, Oh, and he just has to sit there and take it. There's nothing he can say. Ladies and gentlemen, he is very important to our brand, all kidding aside. EC, good morning, sir. Well, Coach, uh, good morning. I'm glad I did you a favor by not picking any golfer out, Scott, uh, Scotty Scheffler, beyond the uh, Sweet 16. So I thought that it was very nice of me to donate $100 to your cause. Well, Chez24 says, I'm 100%. Whatever EC is picking, I'm betting the other way. Oh, Chez, you finally arrived. You now, wait a second. Arrived. If you had done that on Friday, you'd be bankrupt. Because I went, I swept the board on Friday. I went one on zero on the show, and I gave out plays on my Twitter, and they went three and zero. And you would have been. Idea was it for you to give those plays out on Twitter? It was yours. Yours. Oh, yours. Oh, oh, mine. It mine. was mine. Yes. All right, let's get into it. Storylines could affect the betting lines. We have no time to waste. They're literally teeing off right now. The final four. So, EC, we're starting with you, and we have Scotty taking on Sam Burns. We have Rory taking on Cam Young for the first time in the history of this event. And maybe because it's coming to an end, it's kind of ironic. But all four Final Four golfers are 5-0-0. Not even a tie. But what do we do from a betting perspective? Right now, they're on course. But we still have some potential value out there. Talk to me. Well, Coach, I have, a, I have an outright ticket on Scotty Scheffler, as do you. And I was wondering, uh, from you and Sia, is it smart if he were to beat Sam Burns in the first round and were to play, let's say, Rory McIlroy in the finals, is it smart to cash out? And if so, what percentage of the of, of your you know final bet, what you would win if, he, if Scheffler won, what percentage is worth the cash out in advance of the Rory match? Well, I'll take it first, then I'll let Sia go. The answer is no, because the, the juice is so high, it's not worth the squeeze. So whatever you've laid, it's only, what, you got plus 800, plus 900. There's not enough there for you to hedge that bet. Or if you take it out early, you're going to talk about half maybe, maybe 40%. I wouldn't touch it and just roll with Scotty Scheffler. Sia? Yeah, I agree. And, and and just hedging in general is always, one. you know, when you're looking at plus 800, it'd be different, I think, if you had a golfer, let's say at the Sam Burns range or the Cameron Young range, which many of you have, right? Because we talked about it on the early wedge. That's, that was two of my three outrights. I had two additional long shots, but I had three primary outrights and two of the three are right there. But with, with Scotty being eight or nine to one, the one thing you could do, Eric in EC, I don't never call you Eric. I don't know why I'm calling you. Eric. <laughs> That's so weird. You ask me a question like I'm your mentor. So I'm going to address you as Eric. But <laughs> here's the thing. 
I think live betting this, I think there might be an opportunity there. And I'm not exactly sure when the opportunity is going to arise, but I think you'll be able to see if they both make it to the finals. Maybe after the first couple of holes, who's really striping it, who isn't, who's maybe getting a little bit unlucky, or maybe who's getting lucky with just getting like favorable bounces. And maybe because of that, maybe you'll see the odds change a little bit depending on what the score is. And then maybe that's an opportunity to live bet it at a better number. But pre-flop, it's going to be hard because I would imagine, I'm guessing, if this happens, it would be Scotty maybe minus 115 to, to Rory's minus 105, something to that effect. And it would just be really hard to hedge that and, and really get some value out of the hedge. Yeah, now, it really would be. Go ahead, EC. Would, would it be different if Cam Young is in the finals, who's probably getting, what, plus 125 against Scotty, if not if not more juice? You don't think so? You don't? You wouldn't it, change me, your it's, opinion? It's the same thing. 115, yeah. 125 at this point is the same thing to me. I and I'm not sure – and I'm not sure it would be plus 125 to be honest, because he's playing so well. I think it would be like minus 120, plus 100, minus 125, plus 105, something like that. Yeah, I agree. Gentlemen, well done. Well done. Uh, the other part of this is you got to look at Scotty Scheffler's record in this thing. And it yeah. is like 16, two and two. So you're betting on a guy that is dominant. And so that's the other part that people forget about. Oh, I want to hedge my bet. This guy's dominant, dominant. And if he loses, that's a surprise. Yeah, but it's but coach, if you look at the the final four, it's it can be it's fair to say that Scheffler has been the least impressive of all four golfers thus far. Sure. Is he still playing? He is. There you go. All right. I think we covered both storylines there. Unless you have something else, Garcia, for yours. No, just that we're sweating three out of four from the early wedge. We, we've got three out of the four outrights. So the only one that could really give us a problem is Rory McIlroy. But, Coach, you have Scotty Scheffler. I have Sam Burns and Cameron Young. And so I, I'm really hoping we get a situation where we get, let's say, Scotty versus Cam Young, and we know we have a cash ticket there from the early wedge. That would be pretty amazing. Well, I mean, yes, it would be. See, except at the last minute on Thursday, Wednesday morning, I said to myself, who's the other person that's been playing great? Oh, Rory. So I actually have a winning ticket personally on him. So if Scheffler and Rory make it to the finals, and I never lie. See, that's well, a- you talked him up on the early wedge as well. You did like Rory this week, so that, that's not a surprise to me at all. Thank you very much. Early wedge is killing it. Tuesday, it's 3 so good. Come on, it's so good. Join us live or on demand. And once in a while, we let EC on the show too. We really do. Now, I hate it. I hate it. When we make a legend wait this long to talk. It hurts my heart. So we are now turning our attention to the NBA, which in two more days will be the only basketball that we have. And we have to lean into it. And now all NBA props at Sportsline, they are documented. You can get them there. So, Alex, as I look at the defensive player of the year, do we have any value there at all? We do, Coach. We've got a very interesting two-horse race that has been this way through most of the season between Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson Jr. They have been kind of seesawing, flip-flopping back and forth. Uh, Currently, right now, you can find Brooke Lopez as a minus-150 favorite. Jaron Jackson is around plus-200 to plus-250. I really think there's a lot of value to be had betting on Jaron Jackson to win this award. First and foremost, he leads the NBA in blocks. There's a heavy correlation between whoever leads the NBA in blocks and winning this award. 
Furthermore, uh, a lot of the defensive metrics tend to really favor Jaron Jackson. A lot of the voters uh, who are broadcasters and journalists who don't watch Jaron Jackson every night, they're just going to default to a lot of these advanced metrics where Jaron Jackson has a really sizable lead. The only thing Brooke really has going, in my opinion, is the Bucks have uh, the best record in the NBA, but I really think this is actually Jaron Jackson's award to win. And if you get him around plus 200, plus 250, there is a lot of value there. He is an absolutely unbelievable defender. If you haven't watched Memphis play basketball, his ability to impact the game, versatility to guard multiple positions, uh, his help side defense is the best in the NBA. He's the, the, preeminent, sh the uh, preeminent shot blocker in the NBA right now too. So watch yourselves from Jaron Jackson. And I pay very close attention to these futures markets and i really think there's a lot of value to be had with him yeah follow my man on social media follow him at Sportsline. turn on your notifications you guys know the drill now you mentioned plus 250 in the chat scott is asking if you have a win ticket on young at plus 3300 would you hedge and play a win ticket on rory at plus 225 scott no 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 now you've got two bets against potentially scotty scheffler in the finals no let it ride let it ride. All right. Now, <clears throat> it is that time of the show. We've got two big-time marquee matchups today that we've got to dive into. This is the area of the show, if you're brand new to our brand, where we just discuss from a betting perspective and give you the knowledge. Educate and entertain. It's what we do. So marquee matchup number one, ladies and gentlemen, is Creighton and San Diego State. Yes, Alabama. Got rolled by SDSU. Creighton favored by two. Total 134 and a half, 220 p.m. Eastern time. Sia, let's start with you. How are you attacking this game? Yeah, I almost had an official play on this game, and it was going to be on Creighton. I do like Creighton. It's teetering between minus two and minus one and a half. I have a feeling it'll settle at minus two before the game actually kicks off. But I think Creighton is really, this is one of those like kind of UConn situations. And speaking of UConn, shout out to the Big East because they're churning out these teams like UConn, like Creighton, who are really maybe putting the Big East back on the map a little bit. Shout out to Georgetown, who got their new coach, Cooley, by the way. I'm a big Georgetown Hoyas fan. So hopefully that program emerges as they did um, a couple decades ago. But I think Creighton is the stronger team here. Certainly San Diego State more athletic, but I think Creighton is really just kind of coming into their own. They're a healthy team right now. They've got the inside-outside game. I think it's just going to be a little too much for San Diego State. The game's probably going to be close, but I expect Creighton to win and cover. All right. Speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to Taylor in the chat. I backed EC yesterday, and I cashed. Haters gonna hate. And then if you scroll down into the chat, oh, you see somebody had the time to not focus on the show, but to type in a response to said Taylor. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. See, maybe if you'd get a little more focus, you'd win in your golf picks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, so, see, 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 understand. Hey, I might win in my golf picks anyways. Because if Scotty Scheffler wins, it yeah, pays well, for plenty of your showdowns. I have 10 already cash tickets on Rory and Scotty. I bet on them every single match so far. That's what you do. There's no value there. I'm 10 and 0. There's no value in 10 and 0. Uh you're laying that juice. You're laying that juice. I'm a savage. 10 and 0. <laughs> How are you leaning into this game? Creighton, laying the two, San Diego State, big boy. And if you tell me you're leaning into a same game parlay, I'm going to shut this show down. I actually am not, to be honest with you. But, and I'll tell you why. 
I think if Creighton wins, this game is going to be higher scoring. I think it's all about who controls the tempo. If San Diego State controls the tempo, I think they have a very good chance to win and the game will be low scoring. If Creighton controls the tempo, this game is going to be in the one thir- in the upper 130s or 140s or beyond. And it's and they're going to win and it's going to be higher scoring. I think it's simple as that. I would be shocked to see San Diego State, the way that they're playing defense right now, win a high scoring game. I think in their last seven games, the most points they've given up is 64. And that was because Alabama was in chase mode the last game. Their defense, and I'll and I'll give some stats a little bit later in the show, has been unbelievable in the last seven games. All right. Very good. Very good analysis. By the way, Berg Betts is in the chat live. If you have any questions for him, go ahead and put them in there. He will answer them in real time. And he says, we need an EC and coach pay-per-view wrestling match. No. No, no people don't pay for squash matches. Nobody wants a squash match. They want competitive. Competitive. All right, marquee matchup number two later today at 5.05. Exactly. This one's going to be an absolute banger. Man, Miami's played really good. Texas, the highest-seeded team left in the tournament. Say that out loud for me one time. There's never been a year where a number one seed has not made it this far. This is crazy. Unprecedented. So, EC, let's start with you. How are you leaning into this game? Interesting number at four. All right, coach, here's my thoughts on this. So last year in the first round, Miami played a close game and they won. In the second round, they played a number two seed Auburn, blew them out. They got a lucky break and played Iowa State in the third round, a lower seed, and it was a moderate blowout. This year, close game, blowout, somewhat blowout, albeit it was against number one seed. And then last year in the fourth round, Miami, and that's where my parents went, so I love the Hurricanes, uh, they played a number one seed who you might know and from the Big 12 and lost by 26. That's where I lean today. Interesting. See ya. What say you? Yeah, I think my lean is going to be the other way here. I mean, I, I do think it, it's good to maybe go back to last year and see what happened, but there's a lot of different players on this team. And, and I actually think some of the players who were on that team, like Wong, for example, I think they're going to take something away from that, especially with Jim Laranega at the helm. So I think a key critical factor here is Dessou, right? I mean, he, was, he played last game for like one minute and then he was taken off the court. And we later learned that, they kind of knew going in that he wasn't going to play that game. They just wanted him to be able to be on the court. At least that was my understanding. So if there's no Dessou on the menu, then I'm going to the other restaurant. And the other restaurant here is the Miami Hurricanes. I mean, I just think it's too many points here for two really competitive, two really athletic teams that can do a lot of the same thing. So um, if I had to lean somewhere, it would be Miami. Oh, my God. You kill me, man. You absolutely kill me with some of these soliloquies when you're giving me a take in marquee matchups. But I'm ready to cash some tickets, and I know you boys are too. So it's time to get to our board. But before we do that, before we do that, you know I got to pay these hefty salaries, well, at least for C and Alex. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All sports, all day long. That's what we're all about at CBS. We're killing the game, and we're only getting bigger. So let's get into our board for the day. And, (laughs) oh, I have a feeling we're going to have some fun over the course of the next five to ten minutes, boys. But before we uh, get to that, 
Alex, you're out of the fray. All you want to do is cash tickets. You're not down in the mud with the rest of us here in the college basketball world. No. So you, sir, are up first. Thank you, Coach. We are going to the hardwood. NBA, DeMar DeRozan put this out on the site about an hour and a half ago. Over 22 and a half points. DeRozan had missed the last game and a half, but he is back in the lineup. Full systems go for a Bulls team who are currently the 10th seed in the East. They are fighting uh, to for their playoff lives against the Lakers team. Uh, DeMar will be returning to his hometown of Los Angeles, where he has played very well throughout the course of his career this line is severely discounted at 22 and a half compared to a season average of 25 points per game so I love this spot for DeMar DeRozan I'd also play it up to 23 and a half going against his former uh his hometown team in the Los Angeles Lakers let's go DeMar that's the key point I'm glad you added that to the end when they play a staple center and DeMar comes home and he gets the 50 to 100 tickets he always has to get he's amped up he wants to show out Next level handicapping right now, ladies and gentlemen. The best props better in America sitting on your screen right now. It's not close. Thank you. Now, you're welcome, Alex. Now, let's get back to my two in the bottom screens right now. And I'm going to let C and Ajad go first because you only have one single solitary pick this morning. And you, sir, need to explain yourself. You're up. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the only reason I have only one is because with WGC match play, we, we really only had two matches to bet on. So that's something to consider. Normally on a Sunday, I'm going to have some golf matchups too, but because of the setup of the WGC, I didn't want to force a bet. I'll tell you, I, I kind of like both dogs just from a value standpoint, but we'll see where it lies. And for the record, I may have a bet to tweet out once we get to the final one if I like a number. I'm certainly not going to force it. What I am going to force is Miami plus four. I really think this is a good spot for Miami. I think this line should be like plus one and a half, plus two, especially if DeSue is not going to play for Texas, which I'm anticipating that he doesn't play. And to the extent he's on the floor, I think he'll be largely ineffective with that foot injury. Miami's great on the boards. They're great on defense. They're pretty much as athletic as Texas. And I think they've got, they've really got great poise. This is a team when we talked about marquee matchups uh, just a couple of days ago, I liked Miami because I like how their coach, Jim Laranega, is going to be able to draw from his experience, not just last year, but with that George Mason team. George Mason, not just one of the founding founders, that's founding fathers, that's actually a university. And in 2006, Jim Laranega brought that small school, or at least small basketball school, to prominence to the Final Four. It's just the type of coach to not only get past Texas, but to be able to game plan past a Texas team that doesn't have DeSue. Last game when, De- when DeSue was out, th- there really wasn't any game plan to go against him because the the conventional wisdom was that he was going to play here now Laranega knows he's probably not going to play he's probably going to be ineffective they have the team to beat Texas with or without him but now they get the opportunity to coach and game plan without him I like the spot I like the points I think Miami could win outright in fact I think it's likely they absolutely can win outright quick chat question Dylan Miami team total under 72 and a half see ya Ooh, um, it's not something I tend to get into. I would actually lean the over there, but it's just not something I'm, I'm, I would give out, but, but I would lean to the over, not the under. Okay. Very, very good. Uh, last night I actually hit on UConn team total over something you don't, we don't talk about a lot in college betting, college basketball betting, but uh, for some reason I played it last night because we gave it out. Uh, all right. So C is on Miami and he said, quote, I think they could actually win on the court. But they're getting four. So, EC, I come to you, big boy, because 
I, I was quite sure this was a typo. But you actually are going to go against the counselor. So let's start with just that play. And then I know you have two others. But let's start with that play and just handle that business. All right, Coach. Well, I got uh, Texas minus three and a half last night. It was giving a little more juice, minus 118. On a seven-game winning streak right now, and their average margin of victory in those seven games is 13 points a game. I talked about earlier what happened to Miami in the Elite Eight last year. See his logic makes a bunch of sense. But here's another thing. Battle-tested teams. Listen, I know what Miami did against Houston last game, and it was great. During the regular season, Miami only faced four teams that were ranked at the time they played. Texas faced 15. I think Miami has a coming form today. Listen, I hope the Hurricanes win. I do. I think they're going to get blown out. So, see it. May I ask, are you in or are you out? Well, I mean, it's funny because somebody in the chat uh, noted that I live in South Florida and that this must be a homer pick. I'm really not a Miami guy, but uh, but I'll tell you, to answer your question, EC, um, I'm all about partying in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. So let's go ahead and play that music. Just quote that song. Oh, I very much did. did. Not just quote Will Smith. Oh my God! Hey, little Chapetto, can we get a little something from you over there, big boy? You know that's coming. That's down the. That's down the down the road, Coach. <laughs> my next feature. Do you know we have a best-selling artist in our midst named Little Chapetto? I did serious? not know that. Actually. One of the most popular rappers in the history of MySpace. Of all time, of That's all true. time at That's MySpace. True. That yeah. is awesome. I love that. And he will always be that because it doesn't even exist anymore. That's how <laughs> legendary he is. And you mm. didn't know that? I had no, I, Nobody tells me these things. Watch the damn show. We talk about Little Geppetto all the time. All I, the time. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> Not that smart to pick up on that. Ouch. In the presence of Little Geppetto. I'm honored. Disrespect. <laughs> and at the end, he goes, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. All right. So the showdown is handled. Little Chapetto. At, min at minus four, coach. I'm going to give C. I'm so confident. I'm going to give C and not my line. I'm going to give him his line. So four is a push. Oh, you're going to give him that just like you gave me the win on the golf bracket? When I kick yes. your tail? Okay. Okay. However you want to pray. As long as the emails just keep coming in with that little ding. I just love the little ding. <laughs> All right, we've got two other plays, though, that we need to get to. We got a little uh, 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 racing. Talk to me, EC. However you want to do it. You can do your either play. Go, it's, it's uh, your shoot, but let's, let's stick with college basketball. I'm, I'm rolling with the under-135, Creighton-San Diego State. In their last seven games, uh, San Diego State has, has given up 61 or less six times, and they've done that in 10 of their last 14. The last 14 that they faced in the tournament – have ranked 7th, 12th, 16th, and 33rd nationally in scoring. They've held those teams to 64, 52, 57, and 57. They're giving up 63.1 points a game on the season and 57.7 points a game in the tournament. Their defense has been elite. Last year, these two teams played in the first round, and it was 62-62 going to overtime. Now, let's hope that doesn't happen again as far as the overtime goes, but I think we're going to see a game played in the lower 60s I know Creighton has played 11 straight that has been uh, at or over this number of 135, but I'm rolling with the under. I think San Diego State dictates the pace, and I think they 
will win the game. That's a small lean, but I'm rolling with the under as my as my main play here. And then let's go to NASCAR. I, I, I this is another weird one, Coach. I'm taking a guy who has never raced in a NASCAR race before at minus 140. Now, I'll tell you why. I actually went up a, 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 against Michael McDowell in a you know when they have like those go karts. I actually got a chance to race against him on a road course here in Scottsdale on a on a go kart, and he lapped me twice. But I know this is a road course in, in Texas at Circuit of the Americas. A guy named Jordan Taylor, who's making his cup debut, he's minus 140 over Michael McDowell. He has raced IMSA cars at Circuit of the Americas four times with two wins. He was, uh, McDowell was sixth in practice, Taylor was 10th, but then Taylor turned the tables, qualified fourth out of everybody in the field. McDowell is 20th, so a huge starting advantage there. McDowell was 13th here last year and seventh the year before. So Taylor is in the number nine car, which Chase Elliott drove. Elliott was fourth last year and first in 2021. I think this Taylor kid gets a, a, a top five finish, and I think we beat McDowell, and I'll lay that minus 140 juice. Need to get on the board here in NASCAR. <laughs> Trent says in capital letters, horrible NASCAR pick. Capital <laughs> letters. But and when it hits, I but- hope you lose. But Gus takes the cake. Gus, he said, I missed some of EC's picks just to Google Little (laughs) Geppetto. Yes. (laughs) Very good use of your time, sir. Very good use of your time. Ignore EC. Look up (laughs) Little Geppetto. We're killing it. Absolutely killing it. All right. (laughs) Before... We get to our recap. We got to pay more bills. You guys have made this show way, way too popular. What's coming in two weeks? Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Oh, EC, you're the gift that just keeps on giving. Between you and Buckets, what has my life become? All right. EC's on Creighton, San Diego State, under 135. That should be a lot of fun to watch. Then Texas, minus three and a half. However, the showdown with Sia is at four. Then Jordan Taylor, his NASCAR debut, and we're going to lay ducats on him. Let's do it over Michael McDowell, minus 140. Then Sia, very simple today. One play, Miami plus the four. Then prop stars. We got at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. It's not a night game. Everything's afternoon this afternoon. Most of the games are. This is at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time at the Staples Center. It'll never be crypto to me. DeMar DeRozan over 22 and a half points. By the way, Alex, somebody in the chat said their book has it up to 23 and a half. I can't remember what you said you would play it to. It's a go at 23 and a half. I'd maybe scale down a half a unit there. I uh, also want to mention very briefly, Coach, I will very likely have another pickup, potentially even more than one other pickup, on the site. So if you are a Sportsline subscriber, you download the app, you turn notifications on, you will get all of my picks in real time, and you would have had DeMar DeRozan at 22 and a half right now. It's up to 24 and a half on some books. Is it worth $10 a month to save a point? To get all the analysis, all the articles, all the picks, not hundreds, not thousands. But with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lobo, turn on your notifications. Give us a like before you walk out the door today. We are growing, and we're growing because of you. We love to grind for you so we can win with you. 
See what I did there? Right here at the early edge. Good luck.